We are Spry, a group of remote digital marketers who want you to succeed beyond your wildest dreams. Our curiosity drives us to constant learning, and that learning leads to constant teaching. So come along with us on the Spry Space podcast, where we share what we know, learn what we don't, and do it all wherever we want. Hello, and welcome to another episode of the Spryspace podcast. I'm Lacey, and today I'm going to talk to you about a experiment that I did recently about who to follow on Instagram as your brand account, okay? So a lot of you may know that a strategy that people have been talking about to get more followers on Instagram is to follow other people. So basically the people who you would like to be following you, you go, you find those accounts and you follow them. Honestly, the simple truth is that that works fairly well in the short term. Let's say, for instance, you are a health food manufacturer, you know, maybe you sell lettuce greens or something and you know all of the stores that your greens are located at. So you go to those stores, Instagram profiles, you click to see the people who are following that store, and then you just follow all those people. Okay. So that would be your target demographic. Those are people who follow and likely shop at that grocery store. So that's your target demographic who you want to get in touch with. And all you do is you go and you click follow. And the reason why this works is because when you follow someone on Instagram, you get a notification right away that says, this account followed you. Now, if you click on that notification, it takes you directly to their profile page. So to the profile page that recently followed you. When you create an ad on Instagram, you have to click a few different things in order to get yourself to the profile page where you can actually click follow to follow an account. So there are a few extra steps that come into play. So it is actually pretty effective to get more followers by following other people on Instagram. This is a practice that I was using quite a bit on a few different accounts and was seeing a bit of success with in an increase in followers. I really didn't think much more into it for quite a few months as I was doing this practice. Now, a few months ago, I heard a story about a colleague of mine who recently lost a bunch of social media followers because one of their followers tweeted out that the brand, my colleague's brand, was following an account that had extremely prejudiced viewpoints, called out and said, hey, this brand that we follow is also following this How can we support this brand when they are supporting someone else who is in such stark contrast to the community that this brand has built? And when they told me that story, I thought, oh my gosh, I don't have any idea what the viewpoints are of any of the people that I follow on Instagram because I don't even look. I, I just click follow. And so all of a sudden I started thinking to myself, wow, that's not intentional at all it seems that it could also get me in quite a bit of trouble. So what I ended up doing is saying, okay, I would like to do an experiment to see if I changed this practice, if it would cripple my strategies for getting more followers on an Instagram channel. 
So what I did is I came up with a hypothesis that if I stopped following users on Instagram who I wanted to follow me, that the rate of follower growth on my account would decrease by at least 50%. That was my guess. I thought that following other people is a really effective way of getting more followers. And so I thought that it would probably decrease my growth rate by about 50%. The method that I used is for three and a half months, I had found people who I wanted to follow me, liked their post, if it was relevant to my account, commented on the post and followed them. Sometimes I'd also share their post to my stories if it met the proper qualifications. Then for one month, I decided to do everything the same, except I would not follow the accounts I wanted to follow me. I would still like and comment, but I would not follow. Here's the data. After the first three and a half months, I had grown 331 followers. So that's an increase of about 94 followers per month. And after the test month, I was up to 386 followers. So if you look at the data, I gained about 55 new followers during the test month. And all of the initial, that three and a half months, we were earning about 94 followers per month. So that is about a 41% decrease in the follower growth rate because of that change in following behavior. What that did for me is gave me the opportunity to think to myself, what do I care most about? If I know that if I continue to follow accounts who I want to follow me, I'm probably going to end up with uh, quite a bit more followers. However, I'm going to put myself in a risky situation. I'm going to risk the fact that I might end up following accounts that have extremely different viewpoints than my brand values. And when we are using social media as a way to build community, our focus must be on our values. The reason that someone joins your online community and interacts with your posts is because they feel like your brand is an extension of themselves. They see themselves reflected in your brand because of your shared values. So if you do something that's in stark contrast to your values, and if you align yourself with other accounts by following accounts that are against your values, you're putting your long-term health of your brand at risk. And as a social media marketer, that is one thing that I am not prepared to do. Through the 10 years or so that I've been working in digital marketing, I've towed that line before back when there were black hat SEO tactics and you could do gray hat SEO tactics that were almost against the rules, but not quite. Well, when Google made all their changes to their algorithm, all of the accounts that I was working on with gray hat tactics ended up getting penalized quite a bit. And ever since then, I have not been willing to put any brands that we work with at risk. So even though not following accounts that I want to follow us creates a decrease in the rate of follower growth, it is more important to me as a social media manager to look forward and plan for the safety and security of the brand that I'm working for than it is to have a quick influx of followers. So if you're thinking as a brand about the type of accounts that you actually want to follow, you've got to actually follow ones that you care about and that you align with. Sometimes that's going to mean you're following people. Sometimes it's going to mean you're following other brands. But the most important thing that you're doing is reaching out, engaging with other people's content 
Again, you can like, you can comment on their post, but you don't have to follow them. If you give a comment that is substantial enough, then it doesn't matter if you follow them or not. They're going to go to your profile, see who you are, and likely follow you as well. So forget putting two emojis as a comment on every single post that you can find that's relevant to you. Instead, actually read the post content, actually respond in a way that gets them to converse back with you. That will give you the likelihood of actually getting them as a follower if they align with your brand values. So I hope that that was helpful. I was certainly a bit disappointed to learn that if I did things the right way, it would mean that there would be a decrease in follower growth rate. But again, we are committed completely to the long-term health of brands. So it is worth it to let go of that short-term influx in followers to protect and secure the brand for the long-term. Okay, so if you want to read more about that, we've got a blog post and all the data on thinkspry.com. And as normal on a Spry Space podcast episode, I want to tell you about somewhere cool that I've been working lately. I have two kiddos, a seven-year-old and a five-year-old. And that means that on uh, some days, I only work four hours a day because I drop them off at school. I go do a few meetings and then I go pick them up and take them to, you know, Kung Fu, Jiu-Jitsu, dance class, whatever it may be. And I end up working on my laptop at dance class or Kung Fu class. And I love that I have the ability to do that. So I can take my laptop with me and I can do a little bit of presence management for social media accounts. I can work on a proposal, whatever it might be, as I'm sitting on the floor at a jujitsu class or a dance class. And that's probably some of the coolest places that I've been working lately. It's cool to me because I get to be with my kids and I get to support my kids and still do the things that I need to do to stay active and successful within my business. So I hope you all enjoyed this very much. I hope you learned something. And my biggest comment to you would be think about the long-term health of your brand. It might be compelling to do things that get you a quick influx, a quick benefit, but I would urge you to think about the long-term health of your brand when you're making any decisions that will affect it on social media. If you want to hear more from us, you can find us at thinkspry.com and sign up for our email list. You can also find us on any social media platforms with the handle at thinkspry. And we've also got a great Facebook group going that is called Spry Space. We hope you have a good day and keep learning. Okay. We'll talk to you soon. Bye. Bye.